on a raft without a pattern. Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasure. Mornings with Machine.
was, as you all know, Social Distortion, one of our local bands, one of the best mosh pits I've ever been in. Welcome to Mundane Monday Mornings with Machine. Thanks to Mutiny Radio, uh, Pamtastic, Jonathan for driving the limo today. <laughs> Glad you could all make it. Um, I'm just going to be winging it today for the first time. I had my uh, one hour of training yesterday, so this should be, it should be good. So... I think what social distortion at the Fillmore, we're going to just talk about mosh pits today because I don't think we're going to be able to uh, engage in that amazing energetic reaction to the music of our favourite bands anymore unless we're all wearing big rubber balls and bouncing about with, uh, with ma face masks on inside and having the condensation sucked out from the roof. So I think uh, mosh pits were... One of my favourite things every every time I went to a concert. I did swear off them once I turned 50. And I'm 52 now. And I've been in three. And I'm kind of broken now. <laughs> but Social Distortion at the Fillmore back in the mid-2000s. I was down the front in the mosh pit there. And I came across a couple of uh, Russian brothers in their wife-beater shirts. Who were in their first mosh pit ever. Social Distortion comes on and... They just start punching people. <laughs> so, so I'm like, hey, dudes, what are you doing? And they're like, hey, this is fantastic. You just get to hit people whenever you like, when the music's on. I was like, no, no, no. That's not what you do. So I took the two brothers to the side of the mosh pit because they were like sl full on slamming people in the face, in the back of the neck. And I just thought, told them, that's not what it's all about. It's about feeling the music and slamming each other without hurting, not aiming for any particular part of the body, because they were going for the nuts, they were going for kicking, they had their boots on, they were ready for this. So we had a wee discussion in between uh, in between songs, it wasn't really in between songs, it was kind of in the mosh pit, bouncing about together, and I'm like, look, this is how you do it, because I've been doing it for years. So I'm slapping... I'm slapping the two of them back and forwards and just keeping them away from everyone else until they got the gist that you don't just punch somebody in the face. Well, anyhow, so social distortion are on. It's going really well. It's a fantastic pit. And this wee fucker just comes straight out of the crowd without even being the f in, <laughs> in, the, in the mosh pit in the first place and punches me right on the left-hand side of the face from the side. And the two... <laughs> As I reel over to the right and get caught by the crowd, the two Russian brothers look at each other, glance at me, and just jump the guy and put him on the ground. Uh, they don't. They they, they kind of look round for my approval, and I'm like, no. But they put a couple of boots in there, pull the guy up, and throw him out, which was quite nice of them. So I had my protection there from the two boys from Russia, and they were brothers. Don't remember their names or anything, but we had one hell of a mosh pit there. So, the, the next one I'm going to put on is probably the last mosh pit I saw, which was at uh, one of our shows, Business Dick Shows, to Metal Surf at Lennon Studios. Um, rest in peace, Lennon Studios. You guys were fantastic. Loved playing the shows there in the big room with the likes of uh, Hell on Wheels, with Weiwei having his party there. Everyone who ever turned up for that, fantastic. I'm going to just put on some metal surf because y'all got up and owned it there at the Bike Messengers, one of the Bike Messengers special events. 
So I'm going to just stick uh, Business Dick's Metal Surf on right now. I think. Let me just move over to here. As I say, this is my first first rodeo. And we'll go on about rodeos in a minute because they'll kind of help you in mosh pits if you've ever been a rodeo. Here we go. Written by David Lovato. Here's Business Dick's Metal Surf. <laughs> Thank you. 
slip up there on my first day, but never mind, here's some buzzcocks for you. Thank you, Buzzcocks, for saving my ass there. Thank you, Pamtastic, for being the professional that you are, getting that on straight away. You should have seen her frisbee that disc into the CD player as I messed up and shut down the internet. I thought I'd broken it. I'm sure Elaine, my girlfriend over in Newcastle, will know about me breaking the internet a few times. So um, I'm going to go in reverse order from you mosh pits since I swore off them uh, after half a century. But I'd like to put a big shout-out to Will from Death Angel. Um, hopefully you're doing fine. I haven't heard anything on the interwebs. I uh, hope you're doing okay after your uh, COVID incident and your fantastic tour of Europe. Oh, I've just pulled my headphones out. Give me one second. Yeah, Jonathan tells me you're doing better. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, just this reminds me of the one hella mosh pit that I was in when I actually walked into Slim's on the 21st of December. 
I think it was the 21st or the 22nd. I know War Bison were, had played the night before, and I just happened to get a ticket. And the first two people I saw as I walked in the door happened to be Pamtastic and Jonathan. Do you remember that, guys? And I walk in with a, I think I was wearing an orange shirt, a black tie, and a sports jacket. And as soon as you walked in there, I think Ex Mortis were on. Floating Goat were coming on next, but Ex Mortis were, were on at the time. So instead of going to straight to the bar like I usually do and scope the area, the energy in there was incredible. And I just got my ticket last minute from a scalper outside. And just paid, paid face value. Thank you, scalper, whoever you are. I walked on in there and the, ener- the, f- the place was electric. So I said a quick hi to Pam and Jonathan on my way straight to the mosh pit, my favorite place whenever I'm going to see a band. Now, there's no point scoping the moss pit, I don't think. I've seen people do that and try and get in. It's just, you just go straight for it and you'll see start bouncing. If you start bouncing with the crowd, you'll just slip right in there and take your kicking. And we're, we've got Pam Tastic. She was at that show. I'm going to put here, her here I on four. There. I remember that mosh pit too because I was having fun. I was up at the front and I was jumping up and down and having a really good time and i remember um somebody was blocking for me probably jonathan and there was one other person that was like sort of running interference so that i could be up at the front and not get smashed um and not you know get hit in the face because that happens at flying elbows i'm at the wrong like i'm too short i'm like Five five. So it's when people start jumping around, I'm the person that gets an elbow like under the chin or in the cheekbone. But everyone was protecting me, so that was I felt real good about that. I so wish somebody had been protecting me that day because <laughs> nobody was. I got straight in there. I, I only lasted I think two and a half songs, which is unusual for me. Normally, I'd be in there until the thirst got to me. So I, I'm in there and I get a a whole big arm right in the neck and go flying forward. I was like, what is whoever that? And I looked around, there's this 400 pound dude. I know he's 400 pound because I'm 220 and he was twice my size. So I go flying forward and my whiplash kicks in just for that second. I'm like, oh, jeez, that one hurt. So I'm in there and it was a hell of a good mosh pit. It was a right cauldron of bodies and sweat in there. And I've got me black watch sports jacket on and my tie. And I'm like, is somebody going to dr- grab this tie? I look over my shoulder and I actually see I see Pam on the edge with Jonathan. And Jonathan, I remember him giving me the thumbs up as I get slammed across the floor. Oh. And I've only ever been down on the ground twice in a mosh pit in my whole life of moshing. And that night was one of them. The same guy who'd smacked me in the back slams me from the side totally blindsided me and I fall down into the crowd. I'm heading for the floor in slow, slow motion thinking, this is my last mosh pit after all. And just as my back of my head is just about to hit the ground, the arm of God, this huge dude, it might have even been the guy who slapped me in the back of the head earlier, just reaches down and I grab his arm as I swear my hair touched the floor (laughs) and he as I say thank you, as he's pulling me up very fast, all in suddenly fast motion, I go flying through the mosh pit into the other side of the crowd, like battering through everyone. Now everybody's pissed off with me because I'm just getting tossed about like a butterfly in a hurricane. So so I'm, I'm in there one more time, 
I'm in there, probably two and a half songs in. I'm like, all right, this is getting a bit hectic, even for me. And then it, there it comes, the punch in the back of the ribs, oh. right beside my broken rib, which I broke in Tempe, 2009. That's another story. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my way out of here really fucking fast. Because one more hit there, and I'm going to have a punctured lung. I'm actually holding it right now. Because <laughs> it was that sore. But Ex Mortis, fantastic. I'm going to play some of them as well. How how about you, Pam? How did you enjoy the rest of the concert when oh, well, the Floating Goat was Floating next? Goat, yeah. They're, they're, they're like one of my favorite bands in San Francisco, 100%. Uh, drummer comedian Aaron Barrett and uh, Ian and Chris Corona, really talented guys. And, I mean, I love, like, hard rock stuff and ah, mosh pits are fun but they're so dangerous you could break a nose they're hella dangerous they're so dangerous i mean my it's like uh, when i'm whenever i see when i feel like a mom at the at the playground when you're like don't do the why are you on top of the what are you why are you doing that sort of thing just it's because it feels it feels very dangerous to me it's so dangerous. So, <laughs> as I was heading out of that ex mortis <laughs> mosh pit, some dude just like full on just chucked a pint in my face, <laughs> and I was just like, "That, you know what? I'm, d- I'm done." As I'm getting, I was like, "I'm not even gonna engage with you because you're just a dick." I walked up to the bar. I hadn't even had a pint yet, and I make it to the bar, and I see Dwayne from War Bison there, and he's like, he just looks at me like, "What a fucking mess you are." So my first pint in there was after two and a half songs in the mosh pit, having a pint thrown at me, and eventually I made it to the bar and continued <laughs> continued my evening on the edge of the mosh pit for a change. Who would throw a drink at you when you're at Slim's? They cost eleven dollars. Like that I makes know. no sense at all. I know it tasted pretty rotten as well. It was it was just plain old lager. <laughs> it's like Budweiser. It's like eight dollar Budweiser. What did the? It's worth it for the bands. So. I'm just, is Slim's going to come back? And if it does, do we all have to honestly stand six feet apart? Like, does everything, does every band become shoegazer? Like, everyone just has to stand there and, like, bob their head and put their fist in the air? Like, uh, Apart apart from the Death Angel concerts there, uh, what was your favorite one apart from that? uh, You know, every every winter... My buddy, the good Dr. Katie, actually, we do the gospel choir thing, which is always really great at um, the like the Christmas carol gospel choir thing. It's it's that's really nice. Um, what else? I mean, that's that's always a highlight for me just at Christmas time because my buddy takes me. But anything at Slim's, you can just show up and it's yeah, usually like- good. Like it. it Stiff little fingers. We'll have to play some of them in a minute. They are great to be in a mosh pit too. They've been through San Francisco most years, actually, in the last 20 that I've been here. I've only caught them a couple of times, but the great place. Slim's fantastic. It says no moshing and no stage diving, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always been good there, especially when you're not allowed to do it. So I'm going to play some Ex Mortis right now while Pam sings you a wee ditty while I push the button. <laughs> wee ditty. Wee ditty.
This is motion music for ya.
Sorry about that wee technical hit here. During, <laughs> and that one as well. Little technical hitch during Ex Mortis, but if you've been in a mosh pit, that's the kind of music you really want to be in there to mosh to. Ex Mortis playing with Death Angel and Floating Goat back in December, December 2018, 22nd. Yeah, it's that long ago now. So we're not going to be able to um, participate in these mosh pits anymore, so my stories are all about those this evening. Actually, it's this morning. Mundane mornings with machine, except in Newcastle, where me life is listening. Elaine, hope you're doing well there. Hope you're having a nice day p- p- painting your planter pots. Jeez, having to say that first thing in the morning without any alcohol in you. Um, so I'm going to put some floating goat on here because they were there on that uh, f- that fantastic evening that we all had on the Christmas uh, Death Angels Christmas uh, special. How long have they been doing that? Is it a decade now, I think? I think it's a decade they've been doing it. So I'm going to put on some floating goat here for you. And this one's, this one's for Chris Corona. Thanks for all your help in the music industry and playing in so many amazing bands. 14 bands now, is it?
you never want to fade out a metal song because you know how to finish a metal song is how you started it just with a bump. So that was uh, Floating Goat. That's uh, for Chris Corona. Uh, you still owe me an album. I think you owe me a Molten album. I gave you the 20 bucks and you're just waiting to get it signed by everybody, which is awesome. So I can't wait to see you out on the scene as soon as this all get back gets back to normal. I believe if anybody's trying to record any music in San Francisco, uh, Chris Corona is the guy, to, the guy to see if you want to record locally. I believe Tiny Telephone Studios, unfortunately, from just around the corner, will be ending its 20-year stay in San Francisco um, this uh, this month. They're moving down to L.A. Big shout-out to sound engineer Sammy Perez, um, who's the engineer on our album, Business Dick's IPO, and to everyone, everyone at Tiny Telephone Studios, very professional, wishing you the best of luck down in L.A., um, since we've been going through the mosh pit of the 22nd of December 2018, we're going to continue here with uh, Death Angel's Humanicide. Well done for uh, Will and the crew for being nominated for Best Metal Performance for the title song from their latest album, which was in 2019, Humanicide. Um, I think Tool beat them out. Um, I'm not even sure that I'm worried about that because uh, Death Angel are the biz. So I'm going to play their title track now from Humanicide. And, and good luck to um, everyone in the music industry here in San Francisco. Hopefully we're all going to see you soon. I know that Mike Maddis is starting a new gig as well. But here's hum- Death Angel's Humanicide, one of the best mosh pits I got a kicking in.
nominations for you. Any more Grammy nominations? And here we go from the top, Death Angel. Pit to this.
is the reason that all hope is lost. Global denial. Fantastic, Death Angel. Thank you for that. I'm, I'm going to finish off this wee set with uh, one from Warbison from their uh, 2017 EP, False Gods. Now, if you've ever seen Warbison War in a small venue like uh, Hemlock or Benders or The Stud, man, fantastic. Dwayne owns the mosh pit. I was that's one of the mosh only mosh pits I was not in was at the Hemlock before it shut its doors for the last time. R.I.P. Hemlock. So War Bison there and the stage could not hold that man Dwayne, their lead singer. Absolute force to be reckoned with. I think he could be at eighteen T Park and control that stage. Absolutely fantastic uh, band to see live. Hopefully we'll be seeing them again soon. They do have uh, an album out. I have it. I don't have a record player, unfortunately, but I'm going to bring it down next week and play something from it on here. But at the moment, we're going to go with uh, with False Gods from their...
Hope you're all moshing in your kitchen or in your car on the way to work here. Thank you, War Bison, for that moshable Monday track from uh, 2017. Looks like it's only got 579 views on YouTube. What is wrong with you people? You call yourself metal and you haven't even listened to War Bison. What's the matter with you? The next place I'm going to take you after Oakland is the UK, and that'll be about desolation. But first of all, I'd like to put a shout out to Hood Slam playing at the Metro Centre. My buddy AJ runs that r- that wrestling. And it ain't fake wrestling. It's awesome. But they, ha- they have an amazing band there called the Hood Slam Band. And they are metal as fuck. They're absolutely amazing. And that was just after my f- 50th birthday I was there. And that was my first mosh pit that I was not supposed to go into. So I'm there watching the, watching the XWWF players and that. That's the best show out. Hopefully they will bring back Hood Slam because AJ really set that up nicely to have a really fun night out in Oakland. Every It was the first Friday of the month and then it went to every Friday just before COVID-19 came and took, o- took us over. But anyhow, so I'm, in, I'm at the side of the mosh pit with me, f- me friends, the Dillmans, and I decide, right, uh, this is it. No mosh pits for me. So I wander over to the bar and I get myself a snake bite. As I'm walking back, the floor is like ice, and I get to the edge of the mosh pit. I was going to skirt round it. I had nothing to do with it. It was not in my sight even. I was ignoring it. I was totally looking to the right when it was on my left, and I should have been looking to the left because it was right there. And boom, somebody comes flying out the mosh pit backwards and smacks my one-sipped snake bite right up in the air and absolutely covers me and my black trench coat and me brand new shirt which I just got from community thrift shop thrift shop local and totally covered me I was like OMG I just turned around I did a 180 I went straight back to the bar the girl at the bar was like that was quick I'm like yeah it's on the floor do you want me to mop it up and I look around it's just a pool of everything sweat mud and beer and she's like I think we're all right I was like Give me another one, please. So I take me next snake bite. Before she's even given me my change, I have downed it and I head straight for that pit. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't help myself. The pit had called me. It had called me. I was soaked in beer already. I get in there and the hood slam band are so mental that there were only like 16, 15, 16 people in there with like, it, it was almost a covid mosh pit because it was like there was six foot of space between everybody but as the everybody con- converges on the guy in the bloody suit again i should probably stop wearing that because the one guy grabbed me by the tie and yanked me forward i had these really slippy non-grip boots on as well 
I think they might be me flu vogs from Hate Street <laughs> with a bit of a heel on them. He grabs me and pulls me forward. I was like, oh, this is a bit icy underfoot here. So I go sliding forward as somebody slams me fucking right in the chest and my feet go from under me. And I'm like, am I going to hit the floor? Am I going to hit the floor? I fucking hit the floor. Man, I've never had so many, so much dirt on my raincoat in my life. It was a full-length black commandeered raincoat. And my mates picked me up. I think it was uh, Jason and Dillman were there. They picked me up and they're like, you've had enough. And I was like, not. Back in I go. to st- Without anyone even touching me, I slid and hit the floor again, covered in mud. I was like, you're right. I'm done. That's my last mosh pit ever. Of course it wasn't, but... For that evening, I was done. So, uh, the way to get a raincoat um, uncovered in mud, instead of spending $25, $30 at the dry cleaner, is, guess what you do? You have a fucking shower with it on. It's the only way to get all the dirt out your raincoat. Do that, and you can use shampoo as well if you like, but just mud. Mud on a black raincoat looks like you've just been dragged through the shite, which I had. So um, I'm going to put this hood slam, hood slam song on now. Just one, se- take just one second there, and I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with hood slam, and this one's called "Fuck the Fans." I'm, I like Mutiny Radio. I like to swear. Just call in my HR. <laughs>
Yeah, that was for uh, Hood Slam. Hopefully they'll be coming back to us sometime soon. I was looking for a bit of desolation there on um, on uh, the internet, but I don't seem to be able to see them. Desolation from Darlington. If you're listening, send me a wee link, because uh, you were going to be my next story. So, Desolation from Darlington. Fantastic band. I saw them in Newcastle at the Clooney, actually, with me lifey Elaine. She's been dragging me to all these 80s concerts for uh, four years now. So, she was kind enough to allow me to choose a death metal band to go and see uh, for the first time. And that was at the Clooney in Newcastle. So, we... Booked a hotel and went down there and thinking I was always I always think that shows are going to be sold out but not everyone likes death metal <coughs> so we got there and there were plenty of tickets available and there were plenty of uh, plenty plenty of room in the mosh pit as well in fact I believe we were the only two there <laughs> and we managed to get the sweet spot right between the speakers this is the only the only time that I've ever walked into a venue and my clothes, my tie, my hair and everything were vibrating. Totally vibrating. So we went up and we got ourselves a got ourselves a snake bite, a wee snake bite and we we got ourselves got ourselves a snake bite and the beer was vibrating as well. So I'm looking for Desolation, the UK band, but I can't find it. Maybe Pam can help me here. Maybe I'm, maybe you're, maybe you're just not available in the Desolation. UK Desolation band. UK. I know, but I can put that up, and it wasn't it's coming, coming up. up. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is. These seems like a long time ago. Desolation, pieces of humanity. Is that this? Is that them? Nah. Desolated, Desolation. It's a, funny, it's a funny name for a song, though, Desolation Crucifucked, which is very funny. Yeah, so... That's, and that's they, hilarious. And they haven't been out that long, so I'm sure they maybe haven't... It's, maybe it's De Desolation, or that one, Monarch 2015, wouldn't that? Nah, that seems a bit, bit long ago. I'm just trying to find it here, because they were oh, amazing. Oh, so this just happened. You were just there. Well, it was a couple of years ago, but okay. Darlington. I'm going to put Darlington in, because... That's where the boys are from. Steve got himself a fantastic band together. Oh, there you go. Here Desolation we go. at the Turk's Head, yes, Darlington. Yes, there we go. Desolation at the Turk's Head, Darlington. And I don't think that's the railway tavern where we saw them as well. We drove all the way to Darlington to see this band, but I'm going to put on Desolation. It was um, Elaine's, my lifey's first uh, metal band, and we met the band after, and they were so personal, we drove all the way to Darlington to see them again. On uh, Halloween, I believe it was. Aye, Halloween the, the same year. So I'm going to stick uh, Desolation at the Turk's Head. I don't know what the recording's going to be like, but here we go. Yeah. 
around you. And that was a thank you from Steve from uh, from uh, Desolation from Darlington. Well done putting that band together. Bunch of youngsters. He gave up the he gave up metal for two years when he turned forty, and he was like, "What am I doing?" I met him in outside the Clooney, and he's just kicking ass now. Kicking ass playing metal with a bunch of youngsters. I think they're between 22 and 30, and he's coming on, he must be coming on 44 now. So, uh, yeah, really just a good, solid metal dude. Desolation. If you haven't heard Desolation from the UK, get some views up there. I see Warbison's only got 579 for their 2000, 2017 LP, EP, sorry, False Gods. Listen to some Warbison there. I know they've, you've probably got the hard copy if you're into Warbison. I've got a hard copy of their latest album as well. Looking forward to spinning that for you next week. If I can work out how, how to uh, use a tape deck. Not a tape deck, one of those other ones. The ones with a record player thingy on it. Anywho, I'm going to bring you uh, bring on um, bring on some ceremony now. I saw ceremony down at uh, the rickshaw stop roughly maybe six or seven years ago. Um, absolutely fantastic local band. I believe they've been playing California for quite a while now, a good uh, 15, 20 years maybe. Um, but I was lucky enough to catch them down at the rickshaw stop. Um, so if you've ever seen Ceremony, this was the, one of the thickest mosh pits ever. Unfortunately, one young lad uh, broke his femur, the biggest bone in your body. It's the only time I've ever seen an ambulance coming in to uh, the ambulance men, the paramedics. Um, thank you to all of them coming into the venue and dragging somebody out because a broken femur, the biggest bone in your body, that's the one between your knee and your hip, got it crushed in the pit there at ceremony. Fantastic, fantastic night. Didn't break it for a minute. Didn't break um, uh, Didn't <laughs> break a note, <laughs> break wind, whatever. Uh, and the other band from LA, do not remember their name, but here is Violence Violence from Ceremony's Cere- Throwing Bricks. coming up to you playing here at Mutiny Radio. If you're listening on the internet, uh, hit donate. Pamtastic's keeping this place together, and we're all trying to help her out as well. Um, fundraisers, whichever way you want to do it, here's Ceremony, throwing bricks.
no fade out at all. You've got to let the musicians play to the end because that takes a lot of work to find out how to end a song. We've got Pamtastic here who runs Mutiny Radio, keeps a tight ship here. Um, if you've got a donate button on your internet there, donate a wee bit of cash because uh, this is all for free for you on Mutiny Radio. So please um, hit the donate button. I don't know where it is on the screen, but I'm sure you'll find it. It says, it says donate. So we're going to bring uh, bring Pam Tastic in here. She ha- she has a story about a mosh pit buggy from the nineties, nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety, nineteen ninety. Yes, it was nineteen ninety. In it wasn't at Coachella, but it was at where Coachella is in India, and before way before Coachella. And I had the opportunity. I was always a big. Uh, uh, Pearl Jam fan, which is an embarrassing thing to say. No, it's yeah. actually not because I'd never liked them, but live, they're absolutely amazing. And they do have crazy mosh pits, and it was they do. in in ninety in nineteen ninety that was like the height of the beginning of the grungy thing, and you know that's all happening. So I'm in Indio, and uh, my friend Katie is there and her sister, and there's a a mosh pit and we're on the edge of it and it's fine and we're watching it. It's no big deal. And then there's this girl who I don't know and she goes, let's go in the mosh pit. And I'm like, this is a good idea. No one's in there. So me and this girl go in the center and we're bouncing around to each other and it's no big deal because we're being very safe with one another. And all of a sudden, everyone rushes in the pit and it's a mania. It's me and a girl and we're like, yay, let's bounce around. And then suddenly it got fucking real and all these people are there and I get elbowed in the face and I go down to the ground and I got trampled I got pretty trampled and somebody's jumped on my foot and I was like what so finally I get lifted up I can't stand I'm like oh this is terrible and I get lifted like up to the stage and then there's the the, the medical people pick me up and take me to the side and so I was super bummed because I was like this show but then they put me on the side of the stage and they let me watch the rest of the show from the side of the stage which was amazing and I, I mean I'm backstage and I was like this is the coolest ever so then everything ends and now I'm back in the medical tent and they're like you've got to get out of here we're done. We're closed. You got to go. And I'm like, I don't, can't walk. I don't know what to do. And so I start crying and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then my friends are there and they're like, okay. And I try to start kind of limping and I can't. And they put me in like a little basket thing and they're trying to carry me. And this is when I was a little bigger. I, I was a, I was a much larger, not a much larger person, but I had about 25 pounds on me more. And my friends were trying to carry me and they were like, you're too heavy we can't do this anymore because it's indio and our car is parked like two miles away so there's a line of cars or whatever and i'm just like i don't know what to do so we start begging people we put so finally my friends beg they're like can she be in the back of your truck will you drive her to our car and these people are like oh i guess so so i'm in the back of this truck and i'm like what i'm like it hurts they finally get me to the car they put me in the back of the car and we drive back to san diego and then my buddy gets me on the back of her motor scooter thingy and drives me to the hospital on ucsd campus and i get an x-ray and they're like your foot is broken no way yeah so i broke my foot in a mosh pit at a pearl jam concert and Got know, a cast and I had to limp around on crutches for like. Do you know what I I unbroke my foot in a mosh pit at the <laughs> at the Fillmore. I had a broken foot with a with a big lump of the bone had set in a kind of apex 
um, like a, an A-frame roof. And I was in the mosh pit for the Pogues, actually, um, at the Fillmore. And somebody stomped so hard down on the top of my foot that they re-broke it. And it set properly after that. Oh, and that's a hilarious. A week later, I find out that Julie from the Dover Club has her ankle broken in the same mosh pit. It was like it transferred through and bust somebody else's uh, foot. So I'll, be, I'll play some pogues later because on that particular day, I threw a lighter. Uh, Shane McGowan was looking for his lighter and he couldn't find it. So I just threw it and nailed him right in the chest. He just happened to catch it <laughs> and use my lighter and then put it in his pocket. <gasps> so Shane McGowan, you owe me a lighter. But you know what? I'm going to play Pearl Jam here, even though neither of us kind of like them. But for a live concert, they're pretty good. I was there for the for the riot in 95 at the Pearl Jam concert in Melbourne when the fans just tore down the fences because there were no tickets available and no, they, it, the place was empty. It was like people were waiting for the next band. So they actually tore down the fences and went straight in there. So I'm just going to put this out of... Uh, respect for Pearl Jam being a great live band and also um, also out of the fact that they've got 100 million views <laughs> and War Bison have 579. Get on that, people. War Bison del del deserve 100 million views and Pearl Jam 579. But we're going to play them anyway because we're, we're kind of like that around here. Yeah, per Pearl Jam was one of those bands that, I mean, when I was in high school, I constantly listened to it. And then I stopped being as big a fan as I once was. You got to press the back button uh, to make it work again. Because sometimes our internet is poopy. MutinyRadio.fm, poopy internet. <laughs> Oh, hey! 
I hope Mutiny Radio's um, street cred didn't go down there with Pearl playing Pearl Jam with alongside Death Angel and War Bison, Ex Mortis, Business Dicks. <laughs> but we've had a load of local bands. We've had the Darlington local band on as well. We're going to go with Motorhead next. Um, I know that a few people think that... Uh, Lemmy was a misogynist and a sexist, and that's what he portrayed. And all you guys love him. And yeah, if you watch the documentary about him, he does come across that way. But hell, that man could play some music and hold a crowd. My next trip into the mosh pit is with Motorhead, actually. 2009. Um, my mate was getting married that day. It just happened to be a Monday. A, mor- a mundane Monday morning with machine. And he asked me to be the um the signatory at his wedding at City Hall in San Francisco. And he just needed two of us, so and he he wasn't sure whether he was gonna stay married to this girl. It was one of those green cardy things where the Irish boy says he's not really in love but he's still married to her, so that's going well. So I took him in a took him for a picnic. I put my kilt on for the wedding actually. I put my full full regalia on and picked them up in my five O Mustang convertible, took them up to the headlands for a, a picnic, a champagne picnic with a wee picnic basket, which I still have in my bathroom. It, the only reason the picnic bathroom's in my bathroom is because it's full of all lady products for when my girlfriend and her daughters, uh, her daughter and my daughter, um, come visit. Nelly, big shout out to you over there. Hopefully you're studying your psychology. I'm sure you've been doing some practicing uh, with me being around for seven weeks there, stuck in the UK. I hope your studying's going well. But then back to Motorhead. So I asked asked Andy, I was like, Andy, where do you want to go for your reception? And he's like, I've already got it. I've already got it, machine. Well, he never calls me machine, but anyway. (laughs) So he said, I said, where's the reception going to be? He goes, the mosh pit at Motorhead at the Warfield. And I'm like, What? He's like, I got the tickets here. I was like, what? That's my favourite place to be. After a wedding, before a wedding, during a wedding. When you're at a concert, just get in the mosh pit. Just don't take your drink in with you. And don't be offended if someone spills your drink all over you when you do. Go in there with a wee drink or get anywhere close to it at all. So I get into the mosh pit there. Um, straight in, I actually took my kilt off. I went home, I was like, there's no way I'm going to see an English guy in a mosh pit with a kilt on because I'm going to get a good kick in just like I did at um, at the Death Angel Ex Mortis floating goat at Slim's. So I get into the mosh pit there and lo and behold, there's five skinheads there in wife beater t-shirts with, <laughs> with, their, um, with their boots on, their whole boots and everything, and they know motorhead. So I get in there right in the middle of them. Everyone's keeping well away from them as much as they could at the warfield. So they had their own little circle going there. And of course, you just got to get right in there. You know they're English. They don't know you're Scottish yet. But you just get in there and we slammed the fuck out of each other. These guys were good. They knew how to mosh. They weren't punchy in the face like the Russian brothers back in the Fillmore, who now know how to mosh. In fact, they might have been... uh, Posing as a couple of English guys in there as well. They were dressed the same at, as at the Social Distortion concert way back then. So anyway, I'm in there with the five boys, all dressed the same, all looking the same. It was like AI had taken over Lemmy's mosh pit and Lemmy's there 
screaming at us, spitting on us. Can't do that anymore, Lemmy. Well, because you're not here for one, but with the COVID thing, we're all going to have to wear, um, take umbrellas. Like to, what's that show that you need an umbrella for? Oh. You know the one, that, aye. You know the one, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, aye. We're all going to need umbrellas in the mosh pit, like Mary Poppins. So anyway, I'm in the mosh pit and we're having the best time. I'm in there for like five, six songs, not a bother at all. I turn round, the, the boys slam me across the floor and this guy comes out the crowd. He's just wearing a white t-shirt. He's about 6'2". He's all tanned. He's never been a mosh pit in his life. He's not intending to come into this one. He just sees me in there having a good time. So he decides to full-on sucker punch me right in the face as I come round. He landed it right square in me teeth, bust me lip clean open, the blood spurted up onto me glasses, because I was wearing glasses at the time. I'm known for wearing my shades in a mosh pit as well. And as he punches me, he just turns around to leave. And he hadn't even been in there. I saw him coming out of the crowd. So I grabbed the back of his shirt, and I just wiped my blood, fresh spurting blood, all the way down his back. He turns around to confront me, so I grab him by the front of the shirt, and give him three strikes right across the front and shove him into the crowd. And as he gets shoved into the crowd, the crowd take him somewhere that I do not know. Because there were obviously some moshers on the outside waiting to get in. And that guy disappeared for the rest of the night. I don't know where he went. He might have got trampled. But don't be punching people in mosh pits is all I'm saying. Just get in there and slam into each other and come out bruised in the morning with a good story to tell without busting anyone's teeth out. So I'm going to play you some Motorhead here, because um, took respect to Lemmy as well. Um, Pam, have you seen Motorhead at all? Uh, no, I've never, I've never seen Motorhead live. Uh, but it's Lemmy's band, right? And he died, so we can never see it again, right? What would Lemmy do? He would have a rum and coke and party hard. Lemmy would have a rum, rum and coke, and you can have one of those at Bender's as soon as they open. Hopefully, that will be soon. <gasps> Friday, Friday, Friday. Dear Lord, let it be Friday. Here's M Motorhead killed by death. Okay, I'm going out now. Not like that, you're not. You look like a juvenile delinquent.
we're going to go straight into some more Motorhead here. You know why? Because Motorhead covered David Bowie's Heroes. And can you believe that that song, Killed by Death, a very cool Motorhead song, only has 1.1 million views. Guess how many their cover version of Heroes has. Go on, have a guess. I'll give you like three seconds to guess. One. Nearly 38 million views on YouTube for this next song. And this one's going out for me lifey because it's our go-to karaoke song when I'm the one singing to my lady. So here we go. Pam, do you like uh, do you like David Bowie, the hero's song? Who doesn't like David Bowie? What are you? Are you a heartless monster who has no musical taste whatsoever? Everyone loves David Bowie. You can't not love David Bowie. I mean, it's like saying I don't like Prince. Like, how is that? That's not possible. Got a wee bit of jingling there. That's just Lemmy playing his uh, slot machines. And here he comes. He's he's looking at me right now from YouTube. Wondering what the hell's happening.
Thank you for that one, Lemmy. Another classic there by Lemmy. Lemmy's Motorhead covering um, David Bowie's Heroes. Love that song. The next mosh pit I'm going to take you to is to 2007 uh, at McCovey, McCovey Parking Lot or McCovey Cove here in the city when Rage Against the Machine, Wu-Tang Clan, I think Cypress Hill were there as well, maybe. Um, I just happened to have tendon damage from uh, skateboarding. Well, I wasn't really skateboarding at the time. I'd been skateboarding and then I'd had a few pints and I'd come off me board on the flat part of Valencia Street um, when I tried to jump on it after three pints. Two at Zeitgeist, one at the Phoenix, and I was on my way to the Dover. Didn't make it the Dover for another three months after that because I was in bed for, uh, for ten days solid. Then I was on crutches for the next three months. But this just happened to come up in the three in the three months, and I managed to get a taxi down there when taxis were a thing, which they should be again, hopefully. Hopefully the taxi drivers are doing all right out there. Um, so we ha so I went down to see I think it was Rage Against the Machine, Wu Tang Clan, and Cypress Hill. I I'm not pulling this off my phone or anything, I'm just pulling it out from memory. But I managed to get into the mosh pit there. Also saw Rage Against the Machine at Vegas back in the day as well. I think that was about the same time. But uh, Pam, have you ever seen Rage Against the Machine or the Wu-Tang Clan or anyone like that? I have seen Rage Against the Machine, but I've never seen the Wu-Tang Clan. And uh, Rage Against the Machine raged. It was, I mean... And it's really good for this time of uh, political unrest and upheaval because they are awesome. They did a great cover of uh, Fuck the Police, which I always enjoyed very much. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, uh, in, this, in these p political tumultuous times, we should be listening to Rage Against the Machine and we should be raging in the streets. I think. <laughs> We should be raging in the streets, protest peacefully, and uh, it sounds like Minneapolis are on a, on a new forum right now. Um, they're voting to defund the police and reform the whole police system from the bottom up. Uh, hopefully that works out. I don't know how it is going to work out, but that's the big talking point as of yesterday in Minneapolis, a city of 430,000, probably half the size of San Francisco, taking uh, the reform by the... By the throat? No, I was... Oh, <laughs> no, because yes. that's... <laughs> no, no I, I, I stopped myself there. <laughs> is that... Is it too soon? No, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly it is. It's, yeah. It's not too soon for to reform the whole system, though, and it's reforming time. Reforming the system is what, yeah. we're, what we're all about right now. So here's Rage, in, Rage Against the Machine Killing in the Name of. Forces. 
Fucker! 
Thank you, Rage Against the Machine. Seen them a couple of times, flew into Vegas just to see them with the Stooges, MIA, and uh, those dudes, Daft Punk. They were all in the same lineup. It was pretty incredibly amazing. Had a good old time. Have you ever seen the Wu Tang Clan down? Uh, no, I haven't. I do enjoy, though, one of my favorite Wu-Tang type moments was on the Dave Chappelle show when he was pretending he was playing a, a white person and he had his you know, white face on. And it's the it was the draft, the uh, the, the race draft. And someone gets drafted to Wu-Tang <laughs> because it was um, it was. Uh, which uh, co- co- so it's they were being silly, like uh, it's the race draft and s- people who were mixed or whatever. So they said um, the golfer guy, you know, the famous golfer guy who's half Filipino or something. He's half he's the black guy, but he's not black. But he is Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods gets they're like, Tiger Woods is now in the Wu-Tang Clan. And he comes up. He's like, I've always wanted to be just because he's half Asian or whatever. Anyways. What it's a Wu Tang moment. Well, this this Wu Tang clan protect your neck has got nine point one million views, so I'm assuming that it's going to be politically correct and ready <laughs> to go here. So I'm just going to put this on. As I say, I was in the I was in the pit there on crutches. Whoever has my Ford Mustang hat from that pit back, I think it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. You don't steal a hat off a guy with crutches. There's not a lot you can do. I tried to crawl out of that pit and chase you down, but you've got me hat. I hope you still have it or you passed it on somewhere good. But we're going to have the Wu-Tang Clan now protect your neck. Smoking Joe Fraser, the hell raiser, raising hell with the flavor. Terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider Man. So all tick tock and keep ticking. When I get you flipping off the shit, I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co wet, danger. Deep in the dark with the art to rip the charts apart. The vandal, too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye like to be careful. Rough neck, inspect your decks on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax. Smile. Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And I'ma get mad deep like a threat. Blow up your project. Then take all your assets. Cause I came to shake the frame in half with the thoughts that bomb. Shit like math. So if you wanna try to flip, go flip on the next man. Cause I'll grab the clip and picture with 16 shots and more I got. Going to war with the melting pot. I- it's the method man for short, Mr. Map. Move it on your left. Ah. And shut it off, get it off, let it off like a gat. I wanna break food, cop me back. Small change, they putting shame in the game. I take game and blow that nigga out the frame. And like, bang, my fella live forever. It's crossing over like they don't know no better. But I do. True, can I get a shoe? Not respect due to the one six ooh. I mean, oh, yo, check out the boat like the Hudson or PCP. When I'm dusting, it's off because I'm hot like sauce. The smoke from the lyrical blood make me. Uh, what crap, my nut gets cool. Ow. Here comes my Shaolin style. Truth be able be why you to my crew with the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby, baby, come on. Baby, come on, baby, baby, come on. You best to check your neck. First things first, man. You f- with the worst. I'll be sticking pins in your head like a nurse. I'll attack any n- slack in this mat. Come fully packed with the fat, but 
that. Same on you when you step through two. The old dirty bastard, straight from the Brooklyn Zoo. And I'll be damned if I let any man come to my center. You enter the winter, straight up and down that shit. Damn, you can't slam. Don't let me get fooled on the man. The old dirty bastard is dirty and sticking. They saw unique rolling with the knife of the creeps. Clan, we're just about to close off here for your first mundane Monday mornings with Machine with one more song. Um, and I'm going to dedicate this one to all the bike messengers here in San Francisco and also to Bender's Bar. Yay! Bender's Bar, I love Bender's Bar. They support Mutiny Radio. When they open up, rush the doors. You never know, you might see some famous people from War Bison in there or from Floating Goat or even from Death Angel. Don't mind talking to them. Make sure you're wearing a mask if you talk to them. They get inundated with requests for autographs and stuff. So uh, I'm going to put this one out. It's called Grease Bag, and it's by Business Dicks, which happens to be my band, but people seem to like this song and relate to it. And it's all about um, uh, <laughs> about a, a vegan dude who doesn't get a, uh, doesn't get a baggie for his pot. So he... He makes his own one up, and unfortunately, it has um, petroleum jelly in it. And this guy is so vegan that they are uh, petroleum jelly is animals from the past, from hundreds of millions of years ago. So he actually just got rid of it and went back to get some more from his dealer and didn't bother with the bag, just stuck it all in his bong. So this one's called Grease Bag. This one goes out to a Heavy Metal Bike Shop, goes out to Benders, goes out to Dead River Rebels as well. And another body found. I'm going to be playing some of those that music next Monday on Mon Mundane Monday Mornings with Machine. So hopefully you'll enjoy this one. Uh, this is Grease Bag by Business Dicks. 
Radio.fm here in .sf. Thanks for hitting that donate button. There's no nation like a donation. And we're Mutiny Radio. This has been Mornings with Machine. Thank you for listening to Mutiny Radio. Please hit that donate button. And it was so good having my first show 